So hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Change Making Women. And today on the show we wanted to talk about social media and particularly uh, maybe using social media to um, promote your change making project um, and how, how you go about doing that and, and maybe get a bit of um, some advice and tips maybe from Ziada because she's quite experienced in using social media but also just talk about the kind of the challenges and the advantages of social media in terms of promoting your work. And that's our discussion for today. And um, maybe we, we can just start by um, Ziada, maybe I can ask you like um, what you see as the main like advantages of using social media to promote your work. Okay. Hi, everyone. Um, there are many advantages to using social media because the world we're in at the moment, I guess that's where the world is going. So it makes it uh, quite easy to do everything via, not just social media alone, just via online. So Mm. one of the things I can say, first of all, it's cheap. (laughs) Yeah, that's true, right? It's like the cheapest marketing tool of all time. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so that's one of the major reasons. And the second reason is like you get to actually reach a lot of people and uh, a lot of people at once. And then the third thing is that at the end of the day, you have your report and at least you'll have, at least you have an idea of how many people, for instance, you reached, how many people you're sure of they've seen, if it's your ad or if it's your post you'll know it. Um, you just get the report and all the insights that, that are needed. So I think those three things makes social media just uh, one of the best marketing tools. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I, I, I see all of that and I also see some challenges for myself. So maybe we should focus on um, a specific platform to start with and maybe just talk about the challenges and maybe you've got some tips for me. <laughs> so maybe that's... <laughs> Facebook because it's like it feels like the big one somehow in some ways um, okay uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Well, you know when it comes to um, channels on social media it really depends on what you want what you're looking for I think before yeah. you jump into social media whether you're a business or an individual you need to understand or you need to put your objectives down what is it that you want to achieve with social mm-hmm. media mm-hmm. So if you are a brand um, let's say you know you are uh, a beverage brand you know mm-hmm. a beverage company what is it that you want to achieve with social media and so on so I think once you put those uh, objectives down it becomes Becomes easy for you to even choose which what sort of channel you think your audience will be because at the end of the day you need to find out where your audience is and you need to find out what they want what are look what they're doing you know what what is it that they're doing online um, for you to you know how am I going to reach them so I think in terms of choosing which social media works for what really depends on what at the end of the day what is it that you want to achieve yeah that sounds like really good advice yeah (laughs) so people don't follow as well (laughs) no a lot of people don't follow just because you know facebook is big so a lot of people want to jump um onto facebook just because instagram is big a lot of people want to jump there just because you know there's twitter there are a lot of channels out there that can work can work for you or against you so and a lot of people don't follow that you know, I, I just want to be on Facebook. But then if you look, for instance, I work with a lot of brands. Mm. Um, 
and companies that is in businesses. So if you tell them, listen, your business, um, you can find these people on, uh, on, on Facebook. You'd rather use Twitter. That's where your audience is. Uh, but they'll be like, no, 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 no. I still want to, to be on Facebook. Fair and well. But, you know, in terms of just casting that net wide so, you know, you can get the best of everyone. But I truly, personally, I truly believe in an optimizing one channel that works best for you mm-hmm. and really you know and really use it to your to your advantage so it can work for you and reach your you know your target at the end of the day reach your goal or, or your objective whatever it is that you put down i think that's the most important thing we do agree to disagree with a lot of people <laughs> when it comes to that but then yeah I, I just feel like my personal opinion is like put your objectives down then it becomes easy for you to choose which channel to go for. And if a channel works for you, you don't really need to use all the channels. Pick channels that work for you and stick to that because that's where your audience is. Because at the end of the day, you're not talking to no one. You're talking to someone. Yeah, interesting. And I think maybe we could take an example of like and apply it to, um, you know, kind of a not-for-profit project or someone who's trying to fundraise or something. Like we talked about in the fundraising show, I think that was show five, we talked about um, potentially maybe fundraising via Facebook or other social media channels. And I'm just thinking like, if we apply your advice to that, like, um, where would we, like, where would we start? I guess we'd start by thinking like, who do we think is the most likely people to give us money? Absolutely. It's yeah. like, who, who is it that's going to give you money? And mm-hmm. then once you understand who, then, then you have to understand where are they. So pretty much for me, since I studied, you know, the mass communication broadcasting side, I think I apply the same thing when I'm using social, uh, social channels, you know, mm-hmm. the five W's and H. That's- <laughs> What's the same thing? <laughs> That's your who, where, you know, when, how, and what. Okay. Okay. So once you once you answer those questions, I think it becomes quite easy to then choose, pick your channel wisely. You know, put your goals and objectives down, and you know, and and then start executing. Very. This is very useful for me. <laughs> I don't know about for anyone else listening <laughs> but I don't think that I've ever very specifically thought about um you know being that specific about social media so it's really it's really useful to hear you say you know put your goals down and be really yeah but, but- but then I've I've seen you use I mean social media you use a lot of um, email mark email marketing um, you use a lot of email marketing you use a lot of you know Facebook as well I know Instagram you're very lazy so <laughs> perhaps with your uh, projects what makes you choose the channels I think I I think I probably have an instinct for the, I think I'm probably doing it that you know upside down so I think I have an instinct that the channel that will be that's easiest for me to use in terms of find you know this kind of content is facebook maybe because i find like i used twitter quite a bit a few years ago but i find like twitter now just feels like a really loud noise to me it just feels like a load of shouting and very little interaction and maybe that's just cuz i'm not interacting on it and therefore i'm not you know but there was a time when you know you could kind of, I felt like you could really connect people on Twitter when it sort of in the early days, I guess. I don't know if it really was the early days, but maybe like three, four years ago. But now it really feels like a kind of more of a broadcast thing, you know? 
and um, yeah, true. So, so I think it's fine for like broadcasting information, but I, I rarely go there to look for information myself. And so I find like, it doesn't seem right for me to focus on it. But that's, that, that's not necessarily like um, the answer if I was to apply your questions. You know what I mean? Um, what are my other reasons yeah. for using Facebook? I've got reasons for not using Facebook, which is that going on there in itself distracts me. <laughs> it's very, yes, yes, it, it can be a distraction. You, you think you're only going there for a few minutes and then before you know it, you're actually there for more than three hours. Yeah, exactly. And then the other thing is that increasingly like Facebook, I f it feels like increasingly it's, it's more and more their algorithm is only showing you what you click on and like and interact with. So you, what you see is feels like it's becoming almost more of a narrow, you know, um, place. Like, you know, I don't know, I've got however many hundred friends on Facebook. A lot of them I never see anything from. And some of them that's because they never post anything. But others it's because Facebook's never showing me their stuff because maybe I haven't recently interacted with them. And it And Facebook is like, has a way of, uh, has a way through their algorithm, I think, of driving us to the things that we interact with. I guess because they want interactivity on their platform. But it means that we're talking to the same people quite a lot of the time. And it means like from a, from a marketing or a fundraising point of view, you can put lots of stuff there and people, very many people may, won't see it, right? That's right, isn't it? Yes, it is, unless you actually now push it. And I think the main reason, um, I believe the reason for, you know, all these algorithms and so on is to actually push people to use more money in terms of pushing their messages yeah. out there. Absolutely. If you want to get that reach and you want to get the impressions, you have to spend a, a little bit of money to do that. So it's no longer for free. So basically what you're seeing, as you say, it's who is the loudest. So the loudest gets the more reach. Yeah. So it picks that up. Okay, this uh, this person is more, you know, gets the more interactions. So we're gonna push this to, you know, to to be able to see them more often. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so that makes it from a generating audience point of view. If you're starting out with something more difficult than it was a few years ago, right? You yes. Because it's not yes. so easy to kind of gather people if they're not seeing your stuff. <laughs> you know. Exactly. Thank you. You're, you're talking to yourself. It's like you're talking to yourself or you're talking to your like few busy mates, you know, <laughs> yeah. people that always like your things. <laughs> now, um, you've spoken about, um, for instance, Twitter. Okay. I'll give you my personal reason why I use Twitter because the reason why I use Twitter, for instance, I don't tweet as often, um, mm -hmm. but I regularly go in there to check what's trending on the day. So, you know, it could be worldwide, it could be regional, you know, what's trending in Tanzania. So that keeps me a bit up to date. So if I've, for instance, I've missed something, then I'll know, okay, this is trending. Why is it trending? Then it's easy for me to actually make a follow-up. Mm -hmm. So that's how I, I use Twitter. I, I might not be, you know, follow, following or tweeting as much, but it really helps me um, figure out what's trending it could be just, you know, either around the world or just online. 
what's it's happening. News or yeah. News or what? Yeah, so I guess it just, yeah, it keeps me up to date. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, interesting. I hadn't thought of yeah. like that, but I guess that's how, I know that journalists use it a lot and stuff, don't they? And I guess that's how they're using it. They're looking at what's trending and what there's a lot yeah. of, yeah, a lot, a lot of people are talking about and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think that aspect, that aspect is also um, important um, when it comes to um, several business. If you, if you want to, you know, start a business or you have your own business, I think to know what's trending around you or, you know, around your industry, or around your business and so on is quite important. So you actually, not necessarily you have to all the time immerse yourself into that trending topic but you can actually use that and you know to either bring more people to you or to reach more people and so on so there are sort of clever ways of going around what's trending at the moment and that's that's also on facebook what what i think a lot of people don't understand is all these social channels are the best place for you to research a lot yes okay mm-hmm. yes because it's, it's similar to you know it's I, I say it is similar to Google because whatever I need, if I search it, I will find it. Yeah, okay. Somehow, someone is talking about it, someone mentioned it, you know, someone was involved with it, or so whatever topic it is. So if you use it as your research, you know, your research engine as well, I, I think it's quite helpful. Mm-hmm. And so I imagine like with Kipili Pili, you, that, that, that probably, that's, those strategies are really helping you, <laughs> right? Yes, they are actually, because it makes me, um, it, it makes me understand what people are talking at that particular time. So if it's a problem, if it's, let's say it's hair problem, so what is the problem exactly? What are people or women mostly talking about. So you put in any keyword, um, whether it's just kipilipili or just natural hair or just hair product or whatever, you always find a conversation going, um, whether if it's a mention or not. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so in retrospect, you use that to sort of your advantage when you're creating content in terms of your business or, you know, when you're doing just the research when you want to, you know, when you want to open up a different door to your, to your projects and so on. So yes, for me, I mean, social media is, it's a whole, sort of a holy grail of information for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can hear that. And it's really interesting because I think like what you, you, you're sort of talking about is using it smartly. So you're proactively researching on it as opposed to what I'm doing a lot of the time, which is getting lost in it. <laughs> you know and um not that I'm doing that all the time or you know but but sometimes when I go onto Facebook then you know in that thing I realize like I've been 20 minutes looking at something that someone posted or whatever and it and I feel like oh my day is being eaten by this (laughs) social media and I think close it down but I think if that idea of sort of using it proactively to look for things I think it sort of it almost feels like taking control back you know (laughs) yes you are taking control back yes I know sometimes you just get carried away with all the buzzfeed videos and (laughs) it's just something that takes more attention yeah yes it does but um yeah if you know, people shouldn't be looking at, you know, all these social channels as a bad thing sometimes. So, 
yes, if you use it smartly, I think it will work for you. But of course, if you're going to misuse the social channels, then most definitely it's not going to, you know, it's going to work against you. Yeah, if you spend all day on there, right, instead of doing anything else, for example. Yes, yeah. And I'm interested because I think I read something the other day and I can't remember now who had written it, but um, saying that actually, you know, there's, there's social media. I think it was someone who talks about PR. And I think she was saying that like social media was her lowest priority. Like uh, I think blogging and creating content basically was like coming above that and maybe also reaching out to different um, places that might be interested in writing about her work. And then social media kind of came down the bottom of a list. And I think her reason was like, um, you know, it's almost like you shouldn't focus too much on social media. You shouldn't kind of expect it to solve all your problems, I guess. And I thought in a way that's a kind of, that's useful, right? So you've still got to be creating content and you've, you know, you've got to have something of substance to share, haven't you? And I think yes, that kind of spoke to me. Like, um, I think sometimes we can like become over reliant on these, you know, in our minds on these technologies. I remember when you could first like fundraise online, there was first like these platforms where you could like raise money for charities for about 10 years ago mm-hmm, when I was mm-hmm. working in, in, in a charity. And there was this sort of sense that people had that like, as soon as you put a donate button on your website, that like, you know, you'd make so much money if only you could get this donate button. Of course, the reality, you put your donate button on your website and you know, no one knows it's there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a long time before you get a random donation from anyone. <laughs> and, um, and I think like, it's a bit like that. It's like, sometimes I think people think if only, you know, that somehow if only they, they did more on social media, everything would be solved. And I think it's, it's more like a strategy, isn't it? You, you know, you, you have to have, and like you said, you've already pointed it out. If you've got a clear strategy for why you're using it and how you're using it, then it can work for you, right? Yes, it can. I mean, and, and, as you know, I, and sometimes, you know, there are other, for instance, businesses that absolutely don't even need social media, you know? Mm-hmm. So it really depends on what you want out of it. There are some that they just need a website and that's enough. Yeah. You know, you do your email marketing and, and, and a website and it's quite fine. That's it. But there's some who, you know, need to go out there and actually socialize. So there are different channels that you can use, you know, as an individual or as a business specifically, you can use to reach, you know, your audience, um, your target audience um, and not necessarily, you know, social media. So there are other channels that you can take advantage of. You know, there is resonance broadcasting, you know, there is, because all of that is, is digital. You know, yeah. you can do your, your website, you can do email, emails, and emails can, can be enough, and so on. So what you do online, again, I, I'm repeating myself, what you do online, it really depends on what you want to achieve at the end of the day. So give us an example. I think you say so you've already said that I'm lazy with Instagram, which is true. So yeah. you, you use it quite a lot more than I do. Keep it yeah. really right. And um, mm-hmm. so what's your, you know, just applying your, uh, your plan to it? Like, what's your, what was it? WWWH? Like, what, what, oh, what's the reason? Five, five W's and H. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> using Instagram. Okay, so be- because our, our our nature of business is very visual. Yeah. You know, we're, we're talking about hair and hair leaks in into beauty and so on. So it's very visual. And, uh, you know, in the market we're in, especially in Tanzania, people are very, very visual. Um, they're, lack of better words, a bit lazy to read. So they rather get the messaging from the image. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at the moment, for instance, Instagram is really big in Tanzania. And you'll find most of the... Um, small, smaller businesses, you know, smaller entrepreneurs, they all start on Instagram and that's where they get their, their market and that's where they find their, their audiences and so on. Mm-hmm. So for us specifically, we use that because we know we are an online business um, at the end of the day. So we use as many visuals to educate and give information to our target audience as possible, mm-hmm. which at the end of the day, we want the inquiries to come in mm-hmm, of because course. we are giving out information. So our our goal is to have that inquiry come in. Mm-hmm, you know, ask us as many questions as possible. So so if reaching people means you have to be on Instagram, then that's the decision that we made. Yeah, because it's easier. Um, you can just make videos out of it. You know, very you know one minute video, but explaining something and it's easy for them to understand um, an image if you write something fewer words it's easy for them to understand rather than writing a whole paragraph on Facebook then someone reads two lines and they're like ah, okay nah, never mind mm, okay and you use you do use Facebook as well right yes we do we we actually do um, we we use all the visual channels so that's your YouTube your Pinterest um, your Instagram as well as Facebook. So we are not on Twitter because okay. Twitter isn't really going to give us, you know, what we hope to achieve at the end of the day. No. For now. No. Yes. Okay. Okay. And, and of all those channels, is there one that you focus on more? Um, I think we focus more on, it really depends. We focus more on both um, Instagram and Facebook yeah. for now. Yeah. yeah, but then in between, if we have events or if we have videos that we want to put out, then definitely we do our YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But the main focus at the moment is the two channels, which is the Facebook and the Instagram. And let's so let's talk about um, if if someone was trying to fundraise for a project, because that was the you know we because we touched on that in the show before, like. What do you think in terms of functionality, leaving aside like identifying audience, but in terms of functionality for like getting, getting people to contribute to a cause, which channels do you think, you know, you would consider, you know, would be the most useful? Okay, I would say, I would say Instagram and Facebook simply because um, now that they are integrated, it becomes yeah. easy if you're going to for instance, push your message mm-hmm. across. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that be it, adding, boosting it a bit with a bit of some dollars, you mm-hmm. know, pushing it with money as a, as marketing ads, mm-hmm. or if you're just pushing it in terms of sharing on both channels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because at the end of the day, if it's fundraising, people want to see what are you fundraising for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. and I, I believe visuals work perfectly. They work magic. kind <laughs> of <laughs> they need to see what is it that you're work, you know, you're fundraising for. So okay, it's sort of you're tapping into their emotions. So yeah. how do you tap into their emotions? How do you make them say, you know what? Yes, I would like to donate. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. I think uh, I would say Instagram and Facebook when it comes to, you know, fundraising. Yeah, I think I would probably agree with that. I think, again, Twitter is more about sort of sharing information, articles or yeah. what's on or, you know, that kind of thing. Yes, it's more like, you know, just it's, it's something that has to be live or if it's an event or something, Twitter works well because yeah. the message gets lost quite easily. Yeah, that's you know, true. Twitter, you have to tweet at least five times or six times for actually for a message to reach a number of people. Yeah, that's true. I know that um, my husband looks at it sometimes at the weekends for like to find out what's on, you know, what events are on and stuff. And I think for that, it seems to be really useful. Or like you said, for issues that are trending and links to articles and things. Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, I also wouldn't, I don't think probably is it fundraising although I ha did have an experience years ago where someone relatively famous um tweeted for a fundraising campaign we, do we were doing and we raised I think a thousand pounds that day which was a that was a lot because it was all from random people you know yeah that, I'll give you a similar um I think it's a similar uh, story in, in Kenya Kenya they're very big when it comes to Twitter mm. They, uh, they started um, a hashtag um, on Twitter for fundraising and they managed to actually raise funds just using Twitter. Really? Yes. What, so they, at the end of, do you know uh, what the hashtag is? Um, okay, for that I'm going to have to go and yeah, yeah, so research fine. it again, but I don't remember it. But it was actually um, raising um, fans for someone who really needed on an operation outside okay yeah it was like a specific and, okay yeah, yeah. yeah it was very specific and uh, and they did that on one in one day they raised the money and more that was needed and more so this wow. tells you that you know depending on which which country and which social media works for so you sort of before immersing into you need to understand your surroundings your area your community where are they so yeah. for instance Kenya they're very big when it comes to Twitter, but Tanzania, um, not not as much. Although people aren't. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's. I guess it's like any. Um, it's like back to basics of any sort of marketing or trying to promote something or um, trying to raise awareness about an issue. And that's like you've got to know. And I hadn't really thought about it as clearly before this conversation, but you've got to know who, you know, who you're trying to reach and why, basically. Yeah. I think the five W's, I, I don't know, although I've been applying them just because I got them out of broadcasting, to be quite yeah. honest. <laughs> but I believe they, they can apply um, anywhere. Uh, you know, um, journalists use it a lot. You know, your story has to have the five W's and hedge. So I think that is something that um, you, you could try or anyone who's listening to this conversation, they can try and apply that and see if it works out for them. Because I believe that if you answer those, 
you know, the five W's and hedge, you should be able to know yeah. before you even start choosing your channel. So don't choose a channel because it's the most popular, you know, choose the channel because it works for you. Choose so the channel you. because it works for your business. Yeah. Okay. So remind us or your project or whatever you're up to, right? So remind us what the five W's are. <laughs> okay. So the five W's are what, what? where, yeah. Where, who, when, why. And then the hedge is how. Okay. What, when, who, where, why, and how. Yes. Okay. okay. And yeah, if you answer all of those. <laughs> yeah, I can see that actually. But in, and most importantly, almost the who and the where are they. Yes. In terms of social exactly who are you targeting and where are they yeah 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 okay you, you know <laughs> go ahead sorry exactly so the what can be you know what are they what are they doing or what is it that they like doing mm. and in terms of your business you ask yourself what is it that i want out of that channel yeah 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 and when when in terms of time so when are they on social media yeah I always find that a tricky one. <laughs> like, yes. when are they on it's, it's sort of a try and error. You know, you need to try as much as you can, you know, try every hour if you can, you know, until you find your perfect time. Because yeah. otherwise, you just never know. You just need to try and... and, and try try and times of the day, right? And see which yeah. times... With people works with that, the, the people respond more, you know, and so on. Yeah, that's really interesting, isn't it? Because I think a lot of people assume that um, people magically see whatever they put up on social media, but that's exactly. a long way from the truth, right? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think also don't be afraid to put stuff up twice. <laughs> no, don't be. Yeah. yeah, it even has a terminology. It's called repurposing. <laughs> yeah, because most of the time people are not looking at your whole feed and noticing that you might have put something there almost the same yeah. twice or whatever. They're, they're just looking exactly. at their feeds or their, uh, whatever has drawn them to something on your page. So, yeah. yeah. Unless they're actually looking for something, then they will trickle all the way down if they're looking for something specific. Otherwise, no one has time to go all the way at the bottom of your timeline just to, you know, to, to look for whatever it is they're looking. They'll see what's there. Huh, interesting enough, yes, I'll click like or comment or share. But if yeah. it's not, I'm just going to move along. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, it, th that's been really useful, Ziada. Thank you for giving us your advice. I'm going to go and implement some of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can try with your own personal one you know I, I, I always say before you even start studied on the business just try it on yourself um, as much as I, I talk about this because I deal with this on a daily basis something that I do every day but on, on my own personal ones I'm, I'm so lazy really? I can't even apply it to the things that I, I believe in <laughs> if you go to my Facebook account it's it, it's seriously I feel sorry and so embarrassed <laughs> about your own personal Facebook page yeah but you're yes. focused on you're focused on um on Kipili Pili and uh, and obviously your other work projects right so yes, that's right. I'm, 
Mm-hmm. I forget to update, you know, the rest of the friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, never mind. <laughs> I think you can only have so much attention focused on social media at the end of the day. It's like a tool to help us, but like, you know, there's a limit as well to how, how many hours of your day you want to be spending on there. And I guess in a way that's like, um, that's my kind of last thing I'd want yeah. to say about it is like, so, you know, don't spend your whole life on there basically. <laughs> Yeah, so unless you, you you actually work and you have to be on social media like 24-7, which in my case, but if you absolutely don't need to do that, um, okay, there is a system that I, I, I read about and I tried implementing. It is um, switch, switching, signing off completely, do your work, and every after, every after half an hour, then check your social media. So you give yourself only 10 minutes and then sign off, continue with your work. That's way too often for most of us, Siada. <laughs> 30 oh. minutes. I said checking every 30 minutes is way too often for most of us. It's way too often. Okay. No, because you, you can start with 30 minutes if you completely cannot stay away yeah, from that's it. That's true. That's but I think, I think later on you can just pick it up. Maybe after four hours, then you check. Yeah. For me, I would recommend that you don't start in the morning with it because then you might lose a lot of your day and that maybe you have a time in the day, you dedicate a particular time in the day to being on there. And then for me, for a long time, I like turned all the notifications off on my phone and stuff. <laughs> you know, cause then, you know, you, you, and so you just see it when you log in, but I realized I've turned them back on now because I realized like if I'm starting to use it more for the, the new project that we're launching, in the new year then like I do want to be responding to people and the problem if you have no notifications is you can leave it for days (laughs) true there's like a balance it's like it's really useful that you can get notifications at the same time they can like distract you from everything else in your life can't they so yeah you need to have that balance you need you know uh, you need to have that balance and for instance when it gets to uh for me, when it gets to Sunday, sometimes I just completely switch off from the social channels unless I absolutely need to be in there. But otherwise, yeah. I'd rather just not, you know, just not watch or look at what people, because you, you, you know, it reaches a point you just completely forget the real world and you just live in this bubble of social media. Yeah, and that's kind of worrying, isn't it? So yeah, I think yeah. I would really recommend finding your, you know, your own way with it, but... For me, it's definitely not starting the day with it because I don't need to. And it's like figuring out like a time in the day when I do that and then, you know, trying as best I can to keep the rest of my day kind of as free of social media as I can. <laughs> That's my true. You know, and then just once in a while, pick up a book or something, newspaper and read. No, I do that. <laughs> yeah, but then you're a writer. For those who who are not. (laughs) It's true, though, actually. We always say it's funny because we don't really get the paper anymore because we read it on our devices, right? Yeah. But our our dads or our parents still do, you know. So when we take our son to visit grandparents, they've got all these papers, and it's almost like a novelty to him because we get the paper maybe like 
maybe once every couple of weeks we'd buy like a weekend paper and just enjoy it you know having the actual paper but most of the time we're just like I haven't got time to read that especially with a little ch small child you know I haven't got time to and read the, the same thing you find yourself you do, you're not actually reading the whole thing you're probably just going to read one or two paragraphs if you're looking you know if you're looking through your devices but then if you do actually have the real paper you find yourself reading a full article that's true and actually another thing about I, I do sometimes read full articles on my device but what I don't do which I do when I get the paper is I stumble on more stuff that I wouldn't have found otherwise that sort of you know I might have not I wouldn't have noticed on the app on my phone or whatever but I but, but if I get the real thing there's that pleasure of just going oh what's this about you know that kind of so that I you know there are there are things that are a shame and I think um you know I I would love it if Facebook would just show us a more more variety for example you know like mm. if they would just show us like a mixture of our friends instead of like constantly re-showing us the people that we last interacted with because it like narrows our world basically doesn't it sure. so we end up with our Facebook feeds full, like we were, when we were talking last week about the election in the US, you know, we end up with our Facebook feeds full of people that think like us, you know? True. Because mm -hmm. we kind of click on the same things and then Facebook just shows them us again and we don't realise there's a whole world out there of people that think, you know, completely differently. And I think that's a shame. So I don't know what we do about that, but I think it's good to be conscious of it because I think quite a lot of people aren't actually really conscious of how manipulative the social channels are in terms of what you see when you just log in there. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, unless you're really um, into it, then you realize that, you know, it's a lot of manipulation, but otherwise... Yeah, yeah. I think that's I think, right. yeah. yeah, I think what I would say, you know, as a last word is everything in moderation, you know. Yeah, everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To be able to find that balance. Find that, unless, you know, unless it's something that you have to do Monday to Friday. Yeah, <laughs> of but I would also, I like, I would sort of want to reiterate your so your your thing about making sure you know why you're using it. I think it's so helpful, and then like choosing a channel to focus on. I think I've heard that before, and I've never quite, you know, I've always been a bit like, oh, I don't know. But actually, I think you know, it's really smart to focus somewhere particularly if you know you're a small business or someone starting up a social change project of some kind or a charity or whatever there's a, you know because of that moderation thing there's only so much you can do these things take time and energy and I think like focusing on um something that you you know you can put your effort into an hour a day or whatever it is and then you know build from there rather than like yeah. scattergun. It's like tempting to be scattergun, isn't it? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So that's, those would be my takeaways. Really useful, Ziada, thank you. Now, thank you for bringing this subject up. <laughs> You're welcome, <laughs> and really helped me. We're really hoping that it's, it's actually going to, you know, if someone was listening to us and wasn't sure of how to go about it, this will be able to at least give them a direction yeah. to how to go yeah absolutely absolutely and um do get in touch with us if you have questions because we could probably answer them um we are on twitter um change i think it's change make women on twitter isn't it and we're also yeah, it's on twitter. Make women, yeah. 
yeah, you could ask us questions there. And we're also both on there in our own right as I'm Marianne Mahina on Twitter and and I'm, I'm on Twitter. Yeah. And then a final thing to say is if you've listened to this show or any of our other shows and you like it, we would love to both hear from you, but also if you, we would also love it if you would leave us a review um, on iTunes or on SoundCloud or um, interact with us on SoundCloud. You can also make comments and we will, we will endeavor to respond to your comments. And um, mm-hmm. we will go and stitch up. And, and you, if you're listening through that, then um, you could leave us um, comments and reviews and stuff there too. Absolutely. And don't forget that. to subscribe. What's that? Oh, to subscribe. To yeah, yeah, that's the main message. Subscribe. And then every week you'll get a new episode from us. Bye. Okay. Thank you very much, Marianne. <laughs> Have a great week. Talk to you next week. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. So one more thing I thought would be interesting to touch on is sort of asking you a bit maybe about um, social media in Tanzania or maybe just looking at how it compares between the UK and Tanzania. Um, and for okay, me, I'll go, go on, go yeah. on. I'll go first. I think um, for Tanzania, um, it's still, although it's here, but it's, I believe it's still new. Um, yeah. People still do not really understand the full use or the full power of social media. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just starting to realize that, yes, it can be, it's very powerful, and it's a powerful tool when it comes to marketing, you know, and, and businesses as well. Um, but, uh, but still people are very conservative. So you find that Facebook and them, um, now there are like a lot of groups mm-hmm. that people post things you know you know about just they post random things so we now we have a lot of groups that have formed especially on Facebook yeah. and then you have your Instagram where small businesses they use the platform for marketing um, their brands marketing their products their services and so on so I think the sm- small smaller entrepreneurs they're using the channels especially Instagram for their businesses a lot and they use Facebook, use Facebook groups to do that as well. Mm-hmm. But the rest of it, what's left, it's actually just socializing and nothing mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Um, we do have Twitter. It, it's big in its, you know, in its own way. But it's, I always say it's very political. Um, that's where you find, you know, your politicians and your ministers and your MPs and so on. They're there. You know, and people of influence are there, you know, talking about, talking about their, you know, and anything I say, I just call it political a bit. Don't yeah. So if you're, it's sort of a, I feel like it's a little cult yeah. going on. <laughs> Probably cult isn't a perfect word. But if you do not understand what they are talking about, you can't even join the conversation on Twitter. Yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. And in fact, the short yeah. characters makes it harder for people to understand in some ways, doesn't it? Exactly. It, it makes it very hard to understand. And then there's also Snapchat, which is coming along. You know, Snapchat is it's fun. So you find people, you know, just socializing on Snapchat. They're not using it for, you know, anything useful or anything like that. It's just random fun. And um, what else? You have things like Pinterest. It's still not big in Tanzania. Um, your Tumblr is still not very big, although, you know, 
I think in Europe, Tumblr and Pinterest is like one of the best visual marketing tools, I would say, especially for fashion industry. Yeah, for fashion, I think that's true. And like interiors yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, and then you find, you know, like SoundCloud and, and iTunes and so on. Um, these are still there, but people still don't understand how they work. Yeah. So I think the, the dynamics in Tanzania are pretty, they're very, uh, very interesting. Um, people use a lot of WhatsApp. Um, yeah. Yes. I mentioned WhatsApp. Yes. Uh, yeah. They love group. I think Tanzania generally, they just love groups. So and they fundraise with WhatsApp. <laughs> really? You know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. like like for events and stuff. Yes, for events and stuff. So I think in terms of Tanzania, those are the dynamics when it comes mm-hmm. to social social channels. Um and when it comes to YouTube, um people just love visual, they love videos and so on. So YouTube is a bit big and people now understand that YouTube is just YouTube, put your video there. You know, use it, but in terms of using YouTube for marketing, for instance, it's still not there. We're still getting there. So, and we have a lot of bloggers. Yeah. So yeah. Blogging is yeah. Huge, yeah. Yes, blogging is such a huge thing in Tanzania, and uh, yeah, you know, I mean, people would rather just go to a blog and read more than you know buy a newspaper and read because they get all the information through bloggers. Yeah. Yeah, so I think in terms of Tanzania, those are the dynamics. Yeah, and actually that's an interesting thing about blogs Blogs in Tanzania that are basically like news bulletins, some of them, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. most of them actually are news bulletins. Um, you find a few that are fashion-oriented. Um, so it's mostly news and, you know, your in- entertainment tabloid kind of blogs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Well, I think what I would say about social media in the UK, and I'm by no means an expert, is that it probably, it's a, it's a, um, a noisier space, just because more people are um, clue, a bit more clued up about it, maybe. And I think that, that from a marketing or promoting kind of perspective, that means you've got to be smart, basically. Um, you've got to really think about your your W's and your how you know what you're going to do and how because there's there's a lot out there that people are doing you know and I think what's great about social media though is like you can watch what other people are doing and learn quite easily you know so that's a really nice thing about social media that and, and it's because it's shifting all the time you um, you know there's you kind of need to keep abreast of it, yes, but also there's new stuff you can do all the time. So that's kind of, there's something really dynamic about it. And um, I like that. I um, It's kind of, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. But it also, the, the thing that sort of really strikes me when I sort of take a step back and think about this is like 10 or 20 years ago, well, 20 years ago, when I first um, lived for a while in, it wasn't in East Africa, it was in, in Zimbabwe, in Southern Africa, um, I didn't have a phone, let alone social media, you know? And, like, I could not, like, contact my family really very easily, let alone anyone else. And now I just love the fact that social media and things like WhatsApp and phones, of course, but somehow social media is facilitating us staying in touch across the world basically 
I just mm-hmm, find mm-hmm. it a brilliant, you know, brilliant thing <laughs> to be able to kind of um, connect and stay connected to people. You know, to be doing this podcast is one example of it, but there are loads of others, you know, to stay connected to people across the world. And I find that that is it's sort of like we've got used to it. Actually, it's amazing, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's completely amazing. And so in a way, to some extent, the geographical difference, although it's there, of course, particularly if you're marketing things that are, that are tangible, like, you know, like you are, like I can't, I can't, or I can see what you're selling, but I can't really order your hair products in London because uh, you wouldn't be able to get them to me very easily. But um, uh, so, but in, but in terms of either things that are available, just, you know, that aren't a tangible product, but also in terms of how we do social media and who we're communicating with, it really is a kind of like your, the world's your oyster. I mean, there's two sides of that coin, the world's your oyster and, um, you know, there's a lot of noise. So, but it, it you know, it yeah. really blurs the boundaries. And I think that that's a good thing, basically. It is. You just need to cut across that noise. And our theme tune over and over was written and performed by Eleanor Brown, who you can find at eleanorbrownmusic.com. <laughs>